0: Hello, welcome to the Waste of Web Space podcast, episode ninety-six, starring, starring Fisher Jimbo. Now, the reason I am doing this is because it was April Fool's Day, wasn't it? Like a few weeks back, I forgot to. Sorry, Fisher, I forgot to chat with you about this before the podcast started. I know, I know, yes. I know. We're on the fourteenth. This 14th. is a bit a
1: recurring theme, in it really. I mean, two weeks ago, yeah, it was April Fool's Day, Jimbo. Yeah,
0: but anyway, if you remember Anton Deck. Put out a story that they were going to be changing them. They're going to be changing their name layout, aren't they? They're going to be having it's going to be Deccan Ant in future. So I meant um, to say before we started this episode that maybe we should do the same.
1: Yeah, that's fair enough. In which case, it on me. it's on me to say my name first, as opposed to you saying my name. Make I got it look like we renamed ourselves.
0: I didn't think of it until later. Anyway, should we just let's just get on with it, shall we? The episode yep. title is. Um, Prince Philip's song, because of course, since we last broadcasted, we have lost one of the royal family members. The, yep. the Prince actual... Harry
1: decided that he no longer wants to be a part of the royal family. Sorry, <laughs> oh, is it not him? No. Of course, his royal highness, Prince Philip, the Duke of Edinburgh.
0: So I, now, now you know, when, when Diana died, Elton John did a song. I've got an alibi, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Elton John, Elton John did a song, didn't he? For her? he wrote, rewrote one of his classics that he originally wrote for Marilyn Monroe.
1: Yeah, a bit offensive, really, to some degree. I mean, yeah, am I going to write a brand new song? No, I'll just kind of go to one of the songs I've got previously and just sort of rewrite a couple of the lyrics and make it about you.
0: I, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I wondered whether Elton John might be doing something similar for Prince Philip. Okay, I so mean, so it's not quite um,
1: this in the style of Elton John.
0: Uh, it might be, yeah, and it's just an idea for you know for. Elton John, if he wants to come up with, you know, he needs a bit of lyrics reworking or anything. So this is called, mm. and I, maybe maybe this is me, this is the reason I might never get a knighthood or an MBE or an OBE. It, there's, there's a lot of other reasons why that won't happen, but this could be one of them. So okay. are you ready? Prince Philip's
2: yeah. song. He was a little bit racist and a little bit blunt. And there are those who would have called him A bit of a But he did lots of good too He fought in the war He was the longest serving British consuls He liked the odd swear word And offensive remarks And shooting tigers Well, that's a bit harsh I know it's not much But it's the best I can do My gift is this parody song And this one's for you And you can tell everybody This is Prince Philip's song The Duke of Edinburgh Will always live on I hope you don't mind I hope you don't mind That I put down in words You might have been offensive but you were the queen's world.
0: So, uh, you think Elton might use that one?
1: I don't think he will. In all honesty, think he'll think he'll pass on this occasion. Any any reasons why? Um, I think even for him that'd be quite bad. I mean, when was your song first written? What 1970s? That oh, my, my
0: song. Oh no, I only wrote that earlier today.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 50, Fifty years in the build-up. I, th- I think Elton John was 70s, wasn't he? Possibly. I think, um, didn't John Lennon say that hearing your song from Elton John was the best thing you did? Didn't, I think John Lennon went to America and someone said, who's a great up-and-coming British artist? And he said, I've heard your song by Elton John is the next big thing coming out of Britain. It's absolutely fantastic. I think if John Lennon would have heard that from you, I don't think he'd be saying the same thing, in all honesty, Jimbo.
0: But you cannot tell that I was trying to go with the Elton John style. Uh, I, I tried. To put, that, yeah. I tried to
1: put on the voice a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I could have put the glasses can, on and everything, but... Yeah, it was 1970. Actually, bang on. By the way, mm. your song. Okay. Um, so yeah, 51 years in the making that. Um, th- he doesn't sing all these songs anymore, does he, Elton John? There's certain songs he can't sing. Apparently, oh right, his okay. vocal range is no longer good Yeah, That yeah. said He must be. presumably, he must be in his into his seventies now.
0: Presuming he might be. If he's struggling to sing certain songs, he might be looking my way after that one. If he wants me to step in for him. Um, the, the only thing he's
1: going st- to let you to step in is step into Christmas, surely. <laughs> on, it? Should we move on? Let's move on.
0: Now, do we normally do drinks or, sh- or, or our breaking news first?
1: I think we normally do breaking news, don't we? Although, to be fair, I can't really think of anything.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, it's, uh, we're podcasting nearly... Oh, it's, it's getting towards nine. It's quarter to nine. Yeah. It's too
0: light for me, Jim. I'm already yawning on the episode. That's not good. Anyway, uh, I saw the day, uh, you know, Will Will Meller and Ralph Little, they, they do a bit of a, a podcasty sort of thing. I mean, you know, a bit similar to what we do, really. Will um, Miller and
1: Ralph, so yeah. two pints longer, and they, a of lime. They got
0: up to do one at 6 a.m. And they have a beer on the podcast as well. Now, surely. At the start as well. Although, although Ralph Little did pass on the beer at six o'clock, and Will Meller topped his up with a because where Will Meller was, it was ten o'clock. Where Ralph Little was, it was six o'clock. So mm. Will Meller topped his up with a a, a sort of lemonade top. Um, we we've never done that. If we if we drink at eleven o'clock on the podcast, we drink,
1: don't we? Yeah, if yeah. We none of this sort of. We don't put lemonade in it. Exactly. Um, Instead, we just drink this kind of beer. That's what this one's three point two percent today. This one I'm having. Uh, um, okay, so let's no.
0: let, me, let me. I'll do my breaking news, and we'll we'll move on to drinks then quickly. So, uh, I I think I today stepped into celebrity stardom. Really? Yeah. So
1: you it you because you recorded a song that was originally by Elton John. It's not that. Philip.
0: No, nope, it's not that. What it is is that I when I got my beer my pint 365 pump from pint 365, mm-hmm. I had a couple of issues with it to start off with that were a bit un- unexpected pint 365 mm-hmm. were a bit oh, you know, very apologetic and their customer service was spot on sorting it out and I got sorted in the end. Mm-hmm. So my pump was up and running, but at the time they offered me a voucher for their website as well as a bit of a you know, mm-hmm. sorry about that sort of thing, have a voucher on us. And uh, I'd kind of forgot to follow it up and, and, and this morning I went to follow it up and said, Oh, you, you offered me a voucher, you know, a couple of weeks back. How do I redeem this? And they said to mm-hmm. you, just go to the website and type in Jimbo ten. Now that really? is stardom, isn't it? Now that code That's won't that, work. That, that, yeah, it won't work anymore, as far as I'm aware. Yeah. But that that is sure. Have you ever had have you ever had a voucher code named after yourself?
1: Uh well, at one point, I changed my name by default to Discount. So, oh, right, yeah, okay. Quite, no, I've, I've never had a voucher code named after myself, no. So there you go. So uh, uh, so, so did it give you £10 off or 10%? £10. £10, that's not yes. too bad, Yes,
0: very happy with I that. Mean,
1: was there a minimum, order? could you order anything for £10 from their website? Oh no, or? I had to spend
0: a bit more, but I was planning on, on buying something from there anyway, which is the, is the good thing, of course. I didn't just spend it for the sake of it. Um, and yeah, oh, by the way, oh, the, so, so, the, the, this is a funny episode. I noticed this when we, we came on. So today, I recorded episode, sorry to promote another podcast on ours, but I, I recorded episode 69 of the Alien Audio podcast today. And look what episode number we're on today. Ninety-six, which is different
1: to sixty-nine. It's We're completing the palindrome.
0: It's upside down, isn't is it? Right? Is it?
1: Yeah. Um, no, I think you've turned sixty-nine upside down. It's still sixty-nine. Hence the, you know, without being funny, Jim. But I think that's sort of. Kind <laughs> of like, yes, that's, oh um, yes, I see what I yeah. see what you mean now. Yeah. No, but if you flick
0: yeah. it, if you, oh yeah, you still get ninety-six. Anyway, should we move on? <laughs>
1: yeah. I went. To,
0: have you been to a pub yet?
1: Uh, I haven't. No. Have I've you? been.
0: Yes, I did. I popped along to the Acorn Pub. Did you? You did, yes.
1: Um, they've got a quite a nice beer garden outside there. I, I believe there were quite a lot of people sat in it on oh. Monday. I, I've, I've not been to a pub, but I've driven past a few gym bath, yes. which It's not quite the same, I admit. Yeah.
0: Well, I, I went to the, uh, chose the Acorn pub so I could go along with Ada, and, uh, you know, because they've got the climbing frame and stuff like that there. So, you know, uh, you know. Brilliant stuff, really enjoyed it. Missed playing on the climbing frame and the slide, and Ada was sat there watching me having a burger and a drink. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, no, it was, it was really good to be back. Uh, although, I don't, you know, I, I've got my own in the garden. Now who needs it? You know? yeah. no, but I'm hoping to get you... along to the commercial next and, and show them yeah. and my support.
1: Well, of course, the difference between the two is that you're not barred from the commercial, are you? All right, I thought you were going to bring this one
0: up. That was a long time ago, and I can't use that as my show and tell now. I was going to ask if you knew about that, because I was not today's oh, right. show and tell. But I was going to maybe use that as a okay. One Scott, we'll talk. Should we talk about that another time?
1: We'll talk about it another time.
0: We, remember, put a pin in it. Um, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so you've got no breaking news in particular. No, nah, I'm not
1: really doing anything else. Yeah. You back cricketing though? Back cricketing. Um, this is this is this is my one-day cricketing jumper. Uh, no, it's not. Um, yeah, back cricketing <laughs> this weekend. We're all, all very much looking forward to the Tower Club. Um, fingers crossed, it should go should go well. Um yeah, that's kind of, Good. that's sort of consuming quite a lot of my life at the moment. Still very much working from home, still doing the usual things you get up to in uh, this. Are we still in lockdown or not? Oh, when no- does lockdown end?
0: Yeah, nobody actually Just knows, because... do they? Because last time it never, you know, we were going to the stage of what happened last summer when we weren't technically mm-hmm. classed as lockdown,
1: but it, I don't know, yeah. what, what is it? Who knows? They talk about the, they talk about the easing of lockdown in four, three or four mm-hmm. stages, but sort of, I've not really done anything different this week, so I haven't been to a pub. We, we could, uh, I'll,
0: uh, I'll ask, uh, see, we could We could get, We could could get. try and find out and actually ask, you know, the Prime Minister or something. I'll tell you what, I'll get David Cameron to text Boris Johnson
1: and ask if he knows anything. Um, but it's funny you should mention that because he's, he's appearing on the podcast later anyway, isn't he? I, I said I'd give him 50 quid to do it and he said, yes, fine, no problem, <laughs> I'll, I'll appear.
0: Anyway, uh, drinks, exciting today. Very exciting because... <laughs> well. Go on, Jimba. You, you can introduce. Uh, so, a few weeks ago, you remember I mentioned I was starting to do my own homebrew. I uh, got all the kit and everything. This is, we're talking probably like, maybe going on four weeks ago now, I think. Three, four weeks ago. It must be three, four weeks, because it'd be too early to drink, if not. But anyway, um, so I bottled it up and everything. It's been in the second stage ferment. Uh, some's in a pressure barrel, which is going to have go a bit longer. But this stuff was bottled up, um, I think, over two weeks ago now. And technically, we could leave it longer, but technically, it's also drinkable, according to the instructions. Um, So here it is. It's Lockdown Ale uh, by Ale and Audio by Jimbo sat right here. You've got all uh, our stuff on there. Uh, We've got the Mm -hmm. same drink for the first time in about 40 episodes or something like that, 45 episodes.
1: When we first started, we used to to have one bottle and share it. We We did, yeah. I think that's probably because one of us had to drive home afterwards, but um, on on a very small amount of drink. So, so yeah, I mean, it's an IPA. It, it's an IPA. I got a bottle from the Yeah, I can't wait to try this what you described as being technically drinkable.
0: <laughs> and I've got I've got I haven't tasted it even not even a little bit out of the pressure barrel, so I've got absolutely no idea what it's going to be like. So or how much it's going to fizz when we take the lid off. Now, I have only put a very small amount of carbonation into it because it's only an IPA, it doesn't need to be fizzy. So I only dropped one sort of carbonation tablet in there. So are we ready to go for it? This could, uh, yeah, I mean, very, I, this could be very. This could the funniest. If we, you've got any electricals, open it away from yeah. the electricals.
1: So we don't know how this is going to go. Um, you know, talking about uh, Prince Philip and the royal family, they sometimes, don't they say the royal family can't all travel together at the same time in case something terrible happens? Of course. I'm not sure we should be both drinking this beer at the same time in case <laughs> that finishes the podcast off. But I've right. got faith in you, Jim, Bob.
0: I'm going to put mine in a, bo- in a glass, by the way. Oh, yeah. there was a fizz. There was a little fizz. Yeah, I could hear your fizz as well. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Already, mm,
1: yeah. Um,
0: I think it needs more fizz if anything, but
1: yeah. You know, there's a bit of cloudiness, which is to be expected, you know, you mind, Jim. Yeah, yeah. I it in here.
0: Your... I'm gonna get a picture while it's still got a bit of head as well. Yeah, so it's
1: not got a huge head on it, but there no, we go. I, th- well, I think
0: I could have afforded two tablets in there, you know, two, uh, two carbonate. But it is fizzing. It's fizzing. If anyone can you see that in there?
1: It's a bit I'll cloudy. I've right not then. poured all of mine into the into the glass just yet, partly because my wife wants to. Have, for some reason, my wife mm-hmm. actually said she wants to have a drink of this. How big is the bottle? By the way, I can't quite work. Is, is it? Is that a? Is that a five hundred I think bottle? they're five hundred mils. Yeah, so not far off a pint. Yeah, um, it does look. You know,
0: I'm it does look as bad that. as I thought it was going to. I suppose I wouldn't. I, would I probably wouldn't have it down. It tastes a bit more. <sighs> Best bitterish to me than an IPA, <laughs> but I'm happy that it tastes like beer. That's the main thing for me.
1: Um, it smells okay. Um, so let's let's have a taste of this. I think you're gonna like that. That's got a, that's got a, that's got a, that's got quite a taste to it, that Jimbo. That's 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 not too bad. <laughs> I don't... I'm very impressed
0: with myself. I really am. Yeah. I, no, it's not. I mean... There's nothing too amazing about it. It's a beer kit, so I haven't done all my own hops and everything like that. Um, but that's what I'm working up to. This is I was just perfecting the technique this time. You see, that was the plan. It's
1: it's, it's okay. I mean, it um, yeah, has got a bit of a best bit of taste to it. I mean, I'm, mm. I, obviously, it's, it's probably not quite what you're aiming for. So I don't quite know how it's not quite I, up to what it I'm. I'm, be. I'm happy.
0: Well, maybe that's what it is because sometimes you do drink an IPA and you don't necessarily feel like it is one. Sometimes you have a pale ale and it tastes more like a IPA or you know certain types of things. You just get something a bit different. So I'm happy with that. I mean, yeah, I'm going to be happy to attach this barrel of it f- full to my uh, pump and pump that through when I've got visitors round and stuff. I'd be happy to yeah. serve that um, yeah, not too physical. Fiz- I think I could have done with an extra- a tiny bit more fizz, but yeah, hmm. very good hmm. yeah, I'm quite impressed well done it's not flat um, though is it you wouldn't describe you not describe it as flat tasting, would you um does flat have a taste? But you know what I mean you can yeah, feel it's, it's got, it's you can a bit, feel a it, bit, bit got of got some life to it, yeah. you can feel a bit of tang to it.
1: Yeah, i so say there's a bit of a kick to it, so I'm just pouring it in there. It's just fizzed up a little bit there, mm. which is good. Um, yeah, I think you've done all right. So it doesn't taste very... Um, well, it does, it does claim to be an IPA, which you know maybe done <laughs> under the trade description act a little bit. No, it, reminds, it was from an IPA kit, so... It reminds me of a... I went in a pub once a few years ago, um, and I'll, I'll not give the name of the pub, just out of respect for that particular establishment. Mm-hmm. Um, and I ordered... They, they were selling Moretti there, and I ordered a pint of Moretti, and it didn't didn't taste very nice. In all honest, um, it was yeah, just a bit, a bit, a bit yeah, not as nice as it should have been. And I noticed that they also, and because it wasn't that nice, next drink yeah. Because I don't know about you, did you ever managed to go into a pub for one drink for one drink yeah. What do you mean or for you one like, drink? Well, you know, you are sometimes going for a quick pint. Oh no, no it's pint. never a quick, it's never a quick one, is it? Yeah, it's a, a quick pint basically, two pints. Yeah. Yeah, which it tends to do with me. Hmm. Um, so I thought, well, instead of having a pint of Moretti next up, because it wasn't that good, I'll order a pint of Coors instead, because if I'm paying for a rubbish pint, if I'm getting a rubbish pint, I might as well pay for a not-quite-so-good pint kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And guess what happened? Go on. A pint of Coors tated, tasted very, very like, uh, very much like Moretti. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure they got their barrels the wrong way
0: around. Oh, um, well. No danger of that at my establishment, Fisher.
1: Exactly. So shall, shall we move on? Yes, well done, Jimbo. Thank you.
0: Of course, if you wake up tomorrow with a banging headache from just mm. one Bottle of that, or one even—you're not going to have a full bottle because uh, your your wife's going to have a taste, isn't she? Vicky's going to have a taste. So, uh if if you do, then we know it's potent. But it, it can't really be that dangerous. really It can't be that strong from the, what's gone into it. So,
1: yeah, it doesn't taste that strong. And to be honest, I think sort of on about less than a pint. If you end up with a headache from it, then I think we something's not quite gone right
0: <laughs> because it can be other things that give you headaches and stomach aches of course it's not necessarily the alcohol percentage and stuff like that but it tastes fine to me that's good so are you ready for me show and tell
1: uh i'm ready for it yeah
0: okay here is my shoe and tell,
1: show and tell. shoe and tell that's a shoe it's a shoe you want me to tell uh, yeah, go on and tell me, <laughs> stop banging against the microphone and tell me what's, uh, what it's all about, what the story is behind that shoe. So, Eva... Can I have a look at it in slightly more detail, actually, that particular shoe? Is can it, can um, I give you the
0: reasoning and then you can inspect it yeah, if you like? One. Okay, yeah. so there's two reasons, obviously, two two possible stories mm-hmm. behind this shoe. Uh, story number one is, I'll keep it brief, is it's Jax, my mm-hmm. brother Jax, who often records our um, adverts for Daryl. Daryl, um, yeah. Or story number two... It's my granddad's.
1: Oh, okay. Um, so you've got to investigate more. So can we just have a look at the front of this? Look at it front on. It looks like a bit of a pattern on there. Like a that's sort of rain down the side. It's maybe off centre. Oh, so, oh, is that rain on both sides? Mm-hmm. Uh, my initial thoughts were that it's a bit of a, a bit more of an old man's type shoe. So apologies, Jack, if it is yours. Um, it's an Oxford style shoe. It okay. says Um So why is it in your possession? If it is jacks or indeed your grandfather's
0: so which one do you want to ask about first
1: so why have you got jack's shoe
0: okay so jack's shoe then i found it amongst my stuff uh because i've been moving around a lot and various things this last year i've picked up so much rubbish and things like that that some things i need to take to the charity shop some people some things i need to put away myself and sort through and all that kind of thing so i did a bit of sorting earlier this week and i found the one shoe and i didn't know whose it was because it's it's not mine it's a size 10 so it's definitely not mine Mm -hmm. I mean, it's definitely not yours, because we've already spoken about the size of your feet in recent episodes. Um, but it was just one shoe. So, uh, yeah, so I phoned my
1: brother and, uh, well, mm-hmm. and found out it was his. <laughs> what do you say? Uh, just to ask this quick question, uh, what size shoe are you, by the way, Jack? <laughs> Ten? Yeah, okay, that that You match the description of someone who might own a shoe that I currently have, yeah? Um,
0: of course, there's a bit more to the stories as well, if you want to dig in deeper for both of the stories. Okay. It's not well, just the fact i found a shoe.
1: Briefly, then, about your granddad um, and okay. maybe in his shoe. Yep. What are the circumstances around you having your granddad's shoe?
0: Okay, I have this shoe uh, from my granddad as uh, it is the remaining shoe uh, of a pair of shoes, one of which exploded.
1: Oh, right, okay. Well, that's slightly more... That's slightly different, isn't it? Um, so I'll, I'll jump back to Jack first, if that's okay, yeah. just to sort of... So you do not have the other pair the other shoe to that pair then this is the only shoe i have okay uh does jack have the other shoe or is it a single shoe
0: he does have the other shoe and he wears it what does he wear it with he wears it with the exact same shoe <laughs> only <laughs> two sizes smaller <laughs> no sorry the other way around two
1: sizes bigger right okay did he? Why did he try to buy a replacement shoe, but then realise that he didn't have it in his high so he have to get something bigger?
0: No, I I I phoned him to say, "Is this your shoe?" You know, and he went, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." I says, "Well, you go, do you want it back?" He says, "Oh no, I don't wear it." <laughs> I said, oh "All right, okay. Where's the other one then?" He says, "Oh no, I'll wear that one."
2: <laughs>
1: right.
0: I said "What's going on there?" He says, "I've I've always had a foot bigger than the other." Or well, since I've been older, and I never knew this. So he has, he has I, to buy bigger shoes. I've and, got
1: the opposite problem with that, actually, because I've got one foot smaller than the other. Uh. <laughs> um, so, no, nah, he, he, he surely can't have gone his entire life buying shoes that are having, si- having to buy four shoes for every pair of shoes he needs.
0: It's since adulthood, so he says it's since he was about 14, 15 uh, he's had the problem, uh, but then it got mind. it got gradually. Like he's always had one foot bigger than the other, but then it got it got gradually worse in, in his leg, and it's just uncomfortable for him to wear. He, he wears a he, he probably wears a bigger shoe on his on one of his feet than he needs to. So literally, there's probably about a size difference between them, but he wears one size two sizes bigger because of his uh, his foot abnormality.
1: Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't he wear just one size bigger? So make more because sense. it's
0: it's the shape of his his foots. Apparently, these are all the questions uh, I asked for sure.
1: So is it is it does it, is it could he not get something with a broader fitting? I think, I think this is the South thing. American I it's quite difficult. Noted.
0: Yeah, but it's quite it can be quite difficult for him to to find stuff and you know costly aren't the shoes
1: as as he as he full well knows. Well, it is If you have to buy twice as many pairs of shoes just mm. to get a normal get a, get them fitting, yeah. Mm. Can you not, like, go into the shops and sometimes when they're out on display, can you not just swap the shoe sizes around and kind of uh, walk out with one that's size 10 and one that's size 12?
0: Well, they tend to check that on the counters, is don't that not they? not possible? They do, they do that for uh, you to make sure that's not happened, so that uh-huh. you're not complaining about them selling you the wrong size shoes and stuff, so...
1: Yeah. Um, so, um, right. So, in terms of the... So, in terms of your granddad's shoe exploding... Yeah. So, he currently doesn't have a pair of shoes... <laughs> no, I
0: think I think I think got... I mean as as older people will probably tell you they they probably collect quite a lot of shoes that last them quite a long time because uh, they probably don't wear them quite as much as they mm-hmm. probably once did when they go out and do more stuff and uh, and also they they keep the shoes for a lot longer maybe uh, so mm-hmm. he, you know he he, he, ha- he does own other shoes
1: okay um, what how did they explode
0: well this is a strange thing so it, it happened at a wedding that we were all at big family wedding mm-hmm. and i was playing an important role on the day as well i was the best man uh for my dad and uh we were sort of sort of, sort of sat there having us food and stuff like that and we saw lots of like bits <laughs> of foam everywhere around the sort of room around the sort of reception area where we were all eating and stuff like that and it sort of even trailed out onto the to the grass in the in the sort of garden area sort of thing. And for a while, we were finding all this stuff. And obviously, on, on a wedding day, you're quite, you know, you're quite picky about stuff, aren't you? You're, you're looking around thinking, make your money, make sure everything's all right. And uh, yeah. there were people walking around looking at all this foam stuff that was everywhere. And uh, yeah, it turned out that my granddad's shoe had basically disintegrated <laughs> throughout the day. And <laughs> in quite an unusual way. <laughs> so... The shoe
1: was everywhere, basically. And it technically sort of exploded. So just sort of fell to pieces as opposed to exploding. So there was no... Was there a bang at any point? There wasn't a bang, but he likes to call it... He likes to say that his shoe exploded. Um, And that was at a wedding. Uh, did, did it sort of make the photo album at all? Or I suppose it's probably in the days before a wedding it, video and that you could have... It made the memories. Chosen. Well, of course, yeah. So how old do you say you were, sorry, at this wedding? Uh,
0: I was... Oh, how old would I have been? I would have been 26. Seven, maybe?
1: Oh, right, guys. It's a, it's a recent wedding, then.
0: Recent-ish, yeah. Yeah, 20... Yeah. I'd probably say 27, 20, 26, 27, yeah. Okay. Um, Before you got married.
1: Okay. Um. Right. So could could Jack... I mean, so what did he say about the shoe, then? Did he say, as a as a memory of this, you can have the shoe that fell apart?
0: Oh, it's my, my granddad. You can have okay. the other one. Yeah, no, why, well... Why
1: have, you, why have you got the other one,
0: I suppose? Why have I got it? Because, uh if if it's if it's the story of my granddad, I asked for the shoe to talk about in a show and tell. I asked for the other shoe mm-hmm. to talk about in the show and tell. If it's obviously Jack's story, then we know how
1: I've got the shoe. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I I I, I don't think your brother can wear shoes of different size. I, I've I've seen your brother, and he's never struck me as someone who is yeah has, has got feet of different size sizes, I suppose because. That said, I probably don't look at his feet very often. <laughs> Whose feet um, do you go
0: around looking at?
1: Well, I mean, I, I suppose you tend to look at people's eyes and the face and sort of look at them, you know, one to one. Admittedly, I've not seen him for a while, for obvious reasons. But, yeah, I've never noticed him having different size shit. I mean, I've, I've played football with your brother, as I say, and I've never noticed him thinking, I'll tell you what, his, his touch control with one foot is fantastic, to that <laughs> enormous foot that he's got, but on the other <laughs> one, he's just not quite the same because it's bouncing around all over the place. So, yeah, I sort of think that... But then at the same time, I don't see how you would end up in the possession of... I don't see that your granddad's shoe would just disintegrate and fall to pieces and that it would then give you the shoe afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think... Ah, so which is more plausible? No, I think it might be might be it ultimately. You reckon so? And that, and that, as a gesture of it, he gave you that other shoe to say, and it's a bit weird, one shoe fell apart, there you go, there's the other one.
0: Okay, so you're going with the granddad's shoe? Yeah. You would be... Correct. My granddad's shoe did explode. And the other thing about this is that my granddad's shoe was, we reckon, at least about 30, 40 years old. Uh, And he just only ever wore it on certain occasions, and he kept them stored under... Like under the under like an under the stairs cupboard sort of thing where it must have got a bit damp or a bit I don't know just because it's not had much oxygen around it or something I think the the shoe had sort of just weakened the sole mm-hmm. so all this foam was sort of going everywhere um, but he actually decided to phone the shoe company <laughs> <laughs> and I think they even just they thought oh, let's just send him some shoes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: He thinks it, should, it. Oh dear, mate! I mean, surely it just sort of. Has it just perished due to sort of the sheer age of the shoes?
0: Yeah, I don't think. I, I don't think he wore it very much. Um, but I think his view was that it doesn't matter how old it is. It's a fact how many times I wore it, the shoes exploded. So, he phoned it. I don't think he gave him a lot of. Uh, he, he, I don't think he's, he's not one to complain in, a, in an angry manner. I think he just phoned to tell them. He wanted to tell them how much their shoe had disintegrated
1: in yeah. 30 years. These, yeah, these shoes don't even last 30 years, honestly. <laughs> Rubbish.
0: I bet that wow. com- that might even appear on the Disgusting Macur- Service co- podcast one day. Could
1: do, yeah. Be a good one for it. Yeah. Well, hmm. uh, I'm very sorry to hear it. Um, the <laughs> issue didn't last so long. Um, but I hope he manages to find more resilient shoes in the future. Yeah,
0: there you go. And I've uh, got the, I'll return this to him. I think it's like a a museum piece for him. But anyway, yeah, enjoyed that. Cool. Thank you very much. Okay, so, uh, Fisher, you've got uh, something prepared about Prince Philip.
1: I have. Uh, I'm not sure if you have Prince Philip. Uh, Duke of Edinburgh sadly passed away. All those, uh, oh, 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 side. oh.
0: Do we have to cut broadcasting? Possibly, yeah.
1: Did you see some? I mean, I, I got the flasher on my phone and immediately I put the television on just to sort of watch what happened when it kind of was announced. I think it was... Was it this morning? Kind of, yeah, on BBC One it was something to do with... Um, i think some kind of scottish hospital like a day in a&e kind of thing and it was talking about someone kind of some medical emergency or whatever and then it just slowly faded out mid-program and then onto a news broadcast and said i'm here in relation to a special news broadcast with an announcement from booking palace and then it said that um duke of had sadly passed away the person asked to very quickly go and put a a black top on a black card and be ready
0: for it, apparently. I I saw... I wonder if they take them to work with them, just in case. Um, Hmm. But I I, I, I saw the... It was GMTV, was it? Or Good Morning... Not Good Morning Britain, but the one this morning. um, And it was Ruth and Eamon who were hosting it at the time. And they were speaking, they were interviewing Tyrone from uh coronation street who was sat there on, on the webcam sort of style like everything is now he was sat there sort of yeah. like
2: oh well i'm not sure
0: yeah. him and you know <laughs> fizz and tyrone are they ever gonna you know that kind of thing and uh he's he's there grinning wide and uh mm-hmm. him at home goes i'm really sorry we're gonna have to end this morning and tyrone's there mm-hmm. like like we're full because <laughs> he hasn't got a clue what's going on biggest yeah. grin on his face and mm-hmm. then it cuts to the news presenter on itv who uh, announces the uh, the new book bu- but I, f- I found the way it was done I didn't see it live, but I imagine anyone who was watching that live might have actually thought it was, the way that they announced it, they hmm. said, news from Buckingham Palace, Her Majesty the Queen, I think people would have thought it was the Queen to start off with.
2: Hmm.
1: Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's it's amazed me, there's been a, there was a time a few years ago where I think it was something to do with the Queen's Jubilee or something like that, and there was a breaking news, because 'cause have got to be careful when do the breaking news to make sure it it is a breaking news alert, or it's a spoof <laughs> one, and it clearly looks like a spoof one. And there was once some kind of breaking news alert that was done quite well. And I think it was. I think Ronnie Corbett then sort of appeared on the news because apparently the Queen had lost her handbag or something like that as part of some kid's thing. We did get a lot of complaints. And I remember as well, well, there's a couple of things in relation to that. I mean, when the Queen mother died, I think Peter Sissons broke the news, but he was wearing a red tie instead of a black tie, and everyone had a go at him. That's right. where the... The lady on the BBC News the other day had mm. to get sort of a black top on, was, was ready and raring for it. And um, who else was there? There was um, yeah. So when Margaret Thatcher died, I remember watching on the TV. Um, I don't, I, I don't know if I was flicking through the channels or what have you, but the the newsflash came on part way through. Wizard of Oz. No, it was <laughs> it, it came on part way through. Um, Loose Women on ITV, and I'm sure I can't have been watching Loose Women because why would I? Um, But it came on, newsflash, Margaret Thatcher sadly passed away, or thankfully passed away, depending on what your viewpoints are. Um, You know, and it gave various different things. And then, like, sort of, it went back straight. It was only kind of like a brief Mm. breaking news. It wasn't like Prince Philip, where they they spoke about it for hours and hours and hours. Just kind of newsflash, Margaret Thatcher sadly passed away, um, you know, a few details of her life, X, Y, and Z, off they go, and straight back into Loose Women. So that means that sort of, what was meant to happen on Loose Women after the break was sort of like torn up a little bit, and they just have to talk about Margaret Thatcher. Oh. So you have got Colleen Nolan sort of giving her opinion on it, and, yeah. <laughs> and various other people
0: before they've even been briefed to think, what are we, what can we say, what shouldn't we say, what's appropriate? Yeah. Um, to be honest, Fisher, how long did you leave it from hearing the news to googling if we'd be getting a bank holiday?
1: Ah, uh, I mean. No, nah, that's not fair, is it? But yeah, not that long, to I mean, yeah, we are. He was
0: already, already organising what you were doing. <laughs> yeah.
1: We're getting extra bank holidays next year, aren't we? Yeah. For the Queen's Golden Jubilee, mm-hmm. including a Thursday and a Friday bank holiday. Mm. Instead of a Monday one, we're having a Thursday and Friday, four days off on the trot Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So that'll be good. And an extra day included. Because um, it's, it's, it's interesting, I've got a bit of a thing where bank holidays change. Um, you know, it's, it's quite sad when that's the case. It's quite, it's quite, it's quite strange when that's the case. Last year we had the VE Day celebrations on a Friday. Remember that? I do. Um, we've had a few Golden Jubilees, we've had Royal Weddings. Um, I'd suspect, you know, when when the Queen passes away, surely we'll get bank holidays and days off work, and state funerals and all that sort of stuff. But he's not having a full state funeral, I think it's going to be some kind of ceremonial funeral. So, no day off work. And it's on a Saturday as well. I mean, yeah. They've had to move the all the one. football
0: fixtures, haven't they?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've got, I think we've got to have a minute's silence during our game of cricket at 3 o'clock. No matter what's happening, stop at 3 o'clock, observe mm-hmm. a minute silence. Um, we've got... What else have we got? Um, yeah, that's, I think... I, I mean, I can't be the only one, surely, who was quite disappointed a few years ago when Prince Harry and Meghan Markle got married and they said, it's going to be on a Saturday yeah oh man can <laughs> I on a Friday please I mean there's a chance we might get the day off I mean uh, Theresa May was Prime Minister I think we spoke about it at the time Theresa May was mm. Prime Minister surely a complete and utter open goal let's how do we get people really happy give them all the day off nope didn't happen that's that was,
0: that's, that's one very very uh, slightly good thing about having Boris Johnson as your Prime Minister is there's a lot more chance of getting like stupid bank holidays off and stuff like that isn't it
1: yeah absolutely I mean he's you know, it's the fiftieth anniversary of the first episode of Garfield being broadcast. <laughs> Let's have a bank calling off we go, boys. And girls. But there we go. Oh. So anyway, Prince Philip, aside yeah. from various other things, he was quite prone to the odd gaff, I think it's right. fair to say. Um in fact, I mean I, I read an article called which I think was published for his nineteenth birthday, called Ninety Years Ninety Gaffs. So and I think well, basically Fisher, we, we have
0: we, not we have not got time. If if you've stretched <laughs> this out to a hundred to ninety nine, we have not got time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've I've
1: I've picked twelve of. them. All right, so, fair enough. Um, yes, yeah, so basically these are some of the gaffes that Prince Philip had been involved in. Um, so first up, uh, he said, "You haven't been here very long. You haven't got a pot belly." to so a British tourist during a tour of which country in 1993 was it Hungary or Slovakia? Ooh. so you haven't been here very long. You haven't got a pot belly. Ooh,
0: well, uh, Hungary's like a play on words. Is that why I would have said it? It doesn't, although. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I I I am I I, I, not sure that any of those in my head any of those countries stand out for things like drink or have, beer or food pop or. Bellies. Yeah. So it was, and he was spe- say, saying this to a, a British person, is that right?
1: It was a British British tourist or someone mm. who was an expat who lived in this country. Um and he was saying that obviously you're not like locals who are all well all got pop bellies and all quite fat. I I wouldn't have known that they were in those countries. Um yeah, Well, I'm, I'm, to be fair, they probably are aren't all like that, which is why it was a bit of a gaff for him to say such a thing. Mm.
0: All right, let's go. Let, I'm not going to... Obviously, you're tempted to lean towards Hungary because of the the name of the country, which is obviously nothing to do with food or anything in particular, but I am going to go with
1: Slovakia, I think. Okay, and you would be incorrect. <laughs> so, yeah, it was Hungary. Um, yeah, the fact that that is also the, named after kind of eating food and... Bunting something to eat is purely coincidence, I would hasten to add. So next up, how to describe the new £18 million British Embassy in Berlin, which the Queen had just opened in... 20... No, it can't be right. I've got 2020 written down here. That's, that's surely not right. Probably 2002, I would have thought, because he wasn't doing royal duties in no. 2020. So yeah, but whichever way. It was at the British Embassy in Berlin uh, that the Queen had just opened. How did he describe it? Did he say, it's a vast waste of space, or... It's lovely, but it's a shame it's in Germany.
0: <laughs> hmm. Well, I think he's got he's got connections or links back to Germany, hasn't he? In some way, uh, or it might be Austria. Probably, if he's a member of the
1: royal family. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I believe I might might be wrong, but um, yeah, I think it's. Um, what to say about? Because yeah. I did read something on. Oh, sorry. I heard an interview where they were talking about how the, the Queen and Prince Philip first met. And do you know what they said on it? Right?
0: They were second, co- third cousins.
1: Yeah, they said, well, they were related. That's he why they was, first wasn't met. he babysitting her or something? I, I don't know exactly uh, what the connection is, but yeah, they are related somewhere along the lines, which is a bit of an unusual way to sort of meet your future f- future partner.
0: Uh, okay, I'm going to go with, this. he said, vast waste of
1: space, I think. A vast waste of space? Yes, you're right, well done. Uh, so next up he said on a trip in the caribbean in 1994 aren't most of you descended from pirates <laughs> in what country was he was he in the cayman islands or saint lucia oh
0: i do remember him saying this uh, or this featuring before in our episodes or whatever in the past what country i'm gonna say cayman islands i think
1: cayman islands Well Lune, you're correct
0: Arr, I knew I'd got that one right.
1: Hey. Um, next up, meeting a wheelchair-bound nursing home resident in 2002. What did he say? Did he say, how are you doing down there? Or did he say, do people trip over you?
0: Oh, right. Um, okay, so how, how are you doing down there is probably a little less... Uh, a, a little more accidental, possibly. Maybe. Uh, whereas the second one um, is probably a little bit more... I don't know. like he might have had a bit more time to sort of think and say that one. So, I'm I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and say how he said, "How are you doing down there?"
1: Um, hang on, sorry, just two seconds, Jimbo. I've he... got breaking news. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really. So, so he... we have to
0: end this episode of Waste of Web Space.
1: What was, uh, what was that? Sorry. <laughs> so I I just couldn't quite find. I, I disappeared off my documents. I'm afraid. So he said. Do people trip over you? So you're wrong. Oh. <laughs> Apologies, the connection dipped out a bit and I got the wrong thing on my phone as well. So, uh, next up, on being shown Nottingham Forest FC's trophy collection in 1999, what did he say? Did he say, I was expecting there to be more in here, or did he say, I suppose I'll get in a lot of trouble if I melted them down?
2: <laughs>
0: um, well, like you said, they, they, I mean, <laughs> Nottingham Forest, they are a, a very successful, they were a successful club at one time um, uh, Yeah, I think with so,
1: um, Brian Clough as manager Yeah, European champions uh,
0: So, and, and it, I don't think he's he's massively a great football fan, is he? But he's not known for being a particular football fan, is he? Prince Philip, I don't think, so um, he might have been expecting to see more in their trophy room, maybe um, but yeah, I'm going to go with the trophy, I, I think he thought to expect to see more
1: more trophies. Yeah, uh, you'd be wrong, unfortunately. <laughs> uh Yeah, apparently he suggested that he might be able to melt them down and presumably sell them for uh, some money. Although I suspect he probably didn't need the money. But uh, but there we go. It was a <laughs> bit of a joker. Did did Prince Harry describe I think his grandfather as a as a king of bantha or something like that? <laughs> um, so there we go. So next up, I'll take uh, him uh, on, take prince? him to, take him on an holiday. We get get him to get him to
0: Corfu or well that's where he's
1: from. That's where he's from. Yeah. There you go. He'd be a great tour guide, wouldn't he? Yeah. Now know it like the back of his hand. So next up, who did Prince Philip describe as being a millionaire in spite of being an awful singer? Uh, was it Tom Jones or Mick Jagger?
0: Ooh, um, well, they're both sirs, aren't they? They're both sirs. So, an awful Which is singer. Not, not being I think, a good
1: singer is not necessarily a prerequisite for being a sir. I, I
0: think he would have found Mick Jagger singing not to be as good as tom jones so obviously mick jagger's got the uh rock sort of style It doesn't necessarily matter what your voice sounds like mm-hmm. if you can just belt out a, a song that's got guitars and drums behind it and what have you whereas you know tom jones's voice is, is what helps carry him forward it's it's got, it's gonna have to be mick
1: jagger surely uh, surprisingly you'll be incorrect you're wrong <laughs> Um, so he uh, said, Tom Jones. I think he's not apparent. By the sound of it, he wasn't a massive fan of Tom Jones, and he once said to him, "Well, you know, not uh, not not a lot of people are. It's not it's not unusual." Ray, hey, on press the <laughs> symbol noise. Thank you. Um, so yeah, he's, he's not a not a big Tom Jones fan. Uh, apparently, he said to him backstage at the Royal Variety Performance a number of years ago, "What do you gargle with? Is it pebbles?" <laughs> so,
0: um, I've just. There we go. Oh, maybe it's because the uh, the Queen threw his, threw nickers at him.
1: Hey, <laughs> that's better. Um, so next up, on a visit to Australia in 1992, when asked if he wanted to stroke a, a a particular animal, he replied, oh no, I might catch some ghastly disease. What was the animal? Was it a koala or a dingo? Uh, is a dingo like a type of dog? Um, I'm not too sure, in all honesty. Hmm. It, it, there's a 50% chance it was the option that was written down on this quest thing that we're looking at. <laughs> um. <laughs> what... Is a, oh, hold on a minute. What
0: is? You can still see me, can't you? I can still see you. Yeah. A dingo. Hmm. David Cameron's come up. Um, <laughs> yeah, he said. Yeah, a dingo
1: is a bit like a dog thing. Yeah, an ancient
0: lineage of dog found in Australia. Yeah. Hmm. It's like a. It's like a. A, a foxy wolf. Hmm. <laughs> looks strokeable. Yeah.
1: So,
0: you know. Um. Anyway, you've got me. I can't see you anymore. So. Can you not. No, oh no, there you are, you're back. Yeah, uh, okay, I'm gonna say it's the
1: koala. Koala, and you would be correct. Well done. <laughs> okay. Didn't uh, hasn't,
0: hasn't he got? Um, this isn't gonna ruin the quiz, I don't think. But is it is it Australia where he's got a tribe who sort of treating like a god because they're on um, about replace, they're on about getting Charles choosing Charles to replace him as their god. <sighs>
1: I want to say that's somewhere in Fiji, but I, I don't know. That, that's not a question coming up. Um, that's probably something to find out for the next podcast, perhaps. Um, so next up, uh, he was talking to people from which tribe in 2002 when he said, do you still throw spears at each other? Was it people from the Maori tribe in New Zealand or, some, or people from the Aboriginal tribe in Australia?
0: The, this, this might have came up in a previous quiz that I think I might have done for you. Maybe about oh. a year ago, actually, which is strange, but possibly about a year ago. Because I think did. I do something about Prince Philip, or was it about other other people? Not not necessarily just Prince Philip, but he was he was in there a couple of times, weren't he? For
1: possibly, we've done that many quizzes now. That it was about it was it was a
0: Commonwealth before. quiz, I think it was. Ah, right, okay. About the Commonwealth. So, what was the countries again? So
1: you've got uh, was it the Maori tribe in New Zealand or the Aboriginal tribe in Australia, where mm-hmm. you basically said you throw still throw spears at each other.
0: Because I I don't know whether he also said or oh, it's one of my possible answers that I said about something about eating you you still eat each other or something like that you're um, not going to mm, eat yes. me or you or something like that yeah, yeah. Uh, I I reckon it might be I'm going to go with the New Zealand one
1: you'll be wrong no. See you. <laughs> it's the Australian Aboriginals unfortunately so next up um, why did he tell a young boy from Salford that he would probably never be an astronaut? Um, was it that he was too fat, or that he had ginger hair? <laughs>
2: oh, I um, was about thirteen
1: or fourteen years old.
0: I mean, if, if if I'm gonna choose to say that to somebody, in my head, the being too fat one would make more more sense for getting through like hatches and stuff like that. Um, not so much to do with gravity because it doesn't really matter, does it? When you're in space, but in uh, fact, it might even would, even, would it even help possibly. You don't float <laughs> as much. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming the ginger-haired one was a bit more kind of a flippant comment, more towards that mm. he wouldn't get far in life, as opposed to specifically being an astronaut.
0: Let's go with the two being too fat one.
1: been too fat, so you'd be right. Well done. What year was that? Um, I, I, I don't know. It's not. Written, it, just, it wasn't written down on the quiz, but I remember it happening. I think we're probably talking about 18 years or so ago. It'd be, It'd be interesting, interesting to see
0: where that kid is now.
1: In space. Or just enormous, I don't know. Fat camp. Could be. Maybe, Maybe not.
0: No, but I hope, he's, I, hope he's, I hope he's doing... It'd be interesting. I might look into that. Yeah, see so if we we'll can find homework. out what happened to him. Get him on the podcast.
1: Yeah, yeah well, we'll see what he's like first. I mean, we're already yeah, quite, we,
0: we are already sort of quite squeezed onto our screen already, aren't we? Without...
1: Yeah. are quite a fat person on there, yeah. Did I get that right then, yeah? Uh, yes, you got it The right. worst
0: thing is he also had ginger hair. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I I cannot remember what his hair color was. In all honesty, I think he got Man United shirt on. I think. Yeah. Oh, he's Washington, just getting he worse. <laughs> um, yeah, he said, "I think you're too fat to be a national, or, or you should lose some weight if you want to do that." Um, so next up, there's three left. By the way, um, when he asked a Tory politician, Lord Taylor, in 1999, whose parents are from, who sorry, whose parents are Jamaican, he asked them, he asked him, "What exotic part of the world do you come from?" How did Lord Taylor respond? Did he say, "Birmingham," or Manchester.
0: Oh, I, 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 I do remember this one as well, and I, I, I think I think he said Birmingham.
1: And you'll be correct. Well done. <laughs> I mean, he's got a bit of form in this, um, Prince Philip. Apparently, uh, when there was some form of um, gathering at Buckingham Palace, for, I think it might have been for Asian doctors or something like that, or sort of people within the Asian community... Um, he was speaking to someone with the uh, whose name badge said that were called uh, the surname was Patel, and apparently he said to him, "Oh, it looks like a lot of your family members are in tonight." Um, so there we go. Typical Prince Philip. Hmm. Will be sadly missed, no doubt. Um, next up, uh, in which part of the UK was he in in 1995 when he asked a driving instructor, "How do you keep the natives off the booze long enough to pass their test?" Were they in Northern Ireland or Scotland?
0: Oh, I, I reckon it's Northern Ireland.
1: And you would be wrong, oh. Scotland. Thing is, we question, like,
0: you know, we question like that, Fisher. Sure. You're only going to, you're only going to answer anything to do with the I- Ireland, aren't you, an Irish?
1: Yeah, I mean, I sort of yeah, put that in just as a, as a more likely part of it. I mean, I'm not sure. How would you have answered if I said Scotland or Wales?
0: Ooh, probably Scotland. I
1: think Yeah, I mean, so presuming Ireland, you think Guinness. Mm. Scotland, you probably think whiskey, spirits. Wales, maybe you think um, bitter brains beer for example they probably love this stuff in Wales <laughs> yeah, have you finished it all I have yeah I really enjoyed it oh good you can have the rest of my um, <laughs> but anyway final question coming up and this is in Sheffield I remember this at the time as well to parent, speaking to parents during a visit to Furvell Comprehensive School in Sheffield which had suffered a poor academic reputation in recent years what did he say did he say did you go to school here as well is that why you're unemployed then or, were you here in the bad old days? That's why you can't read and write.
0: Yes, I uh, I do know the answer to this one, I think. And I've been to that school as well. Uh, worked at that mm-hmm. school on a number of occasions. Um, yeah, and I think it's the... Uh, because I know that... And I know this because I saw it the other day on the former mayor of Sheffield's Twitter account. Oh, right. Who tweeted um, about it.
1: Was that Majid? Majid.
0: Yes, and he tweeted about it to sort of, kind of say you know, all this about him, but he's you know this has been said and all those kind of things. I don't think he will particularly celebrate you know wanting to sort of go into the stuff about you know all the channels being taken over by mm-hmm. Prince Philip, who said the things he did said and you know mm-hmm. sometimes acted the way he did and so on. Um, so it's the second one, I think.
1: So it's, were you were you in the in the bad old days? Is that why you can't read? Them right? And you'll be right. Well done.
0: There's also the thing about he shot a tiger. I mean, I mentioned it in the song, but he shot a tiger, didn't he? When he was uh, on tour in India with the Queen and stuff. I don't think I was, I was not too popular for that either.
1: I think so. I mean, I, I, again, I dare say that um, I don't particularly think shooting tigers has ever been that so successful, But I think it probably was slightly different times. I, I think he would be in for more criticism if he'd have done it now. Particularly, mm-hmm. bear in mind his death. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that will be a new story. It's a ghost of Prince Philip shot a tiger. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know when the tiger shooting incident was. Um, bear in mind, yeah, people organise safaris so to go and shoot things in Africa. I, even now, even nowadays, that, so. even now, yeah, I think sort of Donald Trump's children have um, been photographed next to uh, some things they've shot. So yeah, is a. Thing that is frowned upon, which is good. I think. Uh, I don't It'll like the fact that animals good. get killed it for. Could organise hunts for ex-presidents, maybe. Yeah, them roaming around in the in the wilderness, and mm. you have to try and shoot them. But there we go. But there we go. So anyway, Very good. That was some of the snippets that we've had from Prince Philip over the years, who will be sort of sadly missed, no doubt. For his, he, he did a huge amount of work for his charity, and no doubt, um,
0: and the Duke of Edinburgh Award and, and everything like that Duke as well. Of, yeah.
1: Duke of Edinburgh Award. I mean, I, I passed my The amount of gaffs I had to make to get there. <laughs> very, very difficult. I mean, just had to walk up to people in the street and offend them, and uh, eventually I got given the award. And you got your badges, so yeah, good yeah. stuff. Anyway,
0: go. uh, we'll skip on to an advert, and obviously, uh, you know, things are changing. at, a- at the Aylan Audio Pub Shed, now that uh, we are allowed in members of the public again. The Ailen Audio Pub Shed is now open to more than just Jimbo. Technically, it's not a licensed venue, so you can't buy alcohol, but you can certainly drink at it. We are following covid secure rules to make sure your trip to the ale and audio bar is as safe as possible so by law you are welcome to sit inside our covered area as long as it's outside you can go inside to the toilet but you can't go to the toilet outside you are welcome to come inside to get your drink but whatever you do don't drink any of it inside if you are enjoying a pint outside in the beer garden if it rains then you are welcome to come inside as long as it's in the covered area outside it's only safe for us to give you a drink if you're on a table outside or inside the covered area that's actually outside. If you're not on a table then you must take your drink to a local park and sit on the floor where you'll be absolutely safe. You are welcome to bring with you five friends from five different households so pick only the ones that you like. Although if you sit on a table with five of your favorite friends six of your least favorite friends can sit on the table next year and you can probably swap seats as long as there's only six at a table each time you'll be safe. We like to keep things simple at Alien Audio. Join us for a pint. The Ale and Audio Pub Shed. Um, there's probably not a great deal in the way of uh, news things to talk about, is there? Um, obviously, we've kind of talked about the main thing that happened, which was uh, Prince Philip... Um, and, uh, have you got anything else you want to mention? I mean, Dave, we, 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 we kind of mentioned David Cameron as well, who, uh, is is, 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 I mean, you know, he's, he's flying the flag for the Tories, doing the typical Tory thing, and, uh, yeah. you know, calling in his mates when he needs a favour and getting sort of special treatment. I mean, what's he been doing? Lobbying. So that's sort of, um, kind of using your contacts to, to basically, well, he's obviously trying to make money for another company we, works yeah. for or whatever. It's, it's all, it all just reeks of Tory, doesn't it, basically? <laughs> Cron- cronyism, yeah. Um,
1: yeah. I mean, to be honest, I mean, there is a. I think Boris Johnson has he announced that he's conducting some form of review or inquiry into it and all this sort of stuff. I mean, imagine being told by Boris Johnson that your conduct is <laughs> cronyism and, and sort of, you know, you're using your influence. She's a person who has given out PPE contracts to anyone that he seems to... Yeah, any Tory donors, yeah, he's has a PPE contract. Oh, look, you're someone I have an affair with. Oh, yeah, fine, we can give you hundreds of... You know, over £100,000 of public money for certain things, um, allegedly, which is a reference to the affair that he... Uh, that someone claimed to have with Boris Johnson mm-hmm. and public money being been given towards them. And yet, yeah, he, he's the one who sort of set the inquiry up. Um, is He's it, like know, one, one of those... Into,
0: oh, you know, we... We we we, we, these news stories that keep coming out. We just we need to somehow cover them up. Well, Prince Philip's died, brilliant, brilliant stuff. Okay, brilliant, awesome, great. That's that'll help. That'll help. David Cameron's.
1: (laughs) Oh, not again. (laughs) I mean, it's it's been a while since David Cameron's been in the news, obviously. Um, But yeah, it turned out he got a job for a finance company. I think they invested quite a lot of money into Liberty Steel. Oh Uh, right. Sorry. It's always late when doing this podcast. I'm starting to yawn a little bit here. Yeah. Um, yeah, Liberty Steel, I think, um, from British Steel. Um, and I think they went bust. And then that meant the, the, the on Effects, I think, was a finance company that also went bust as well. And he'd been doing some work for them. But yeah, that's that's. I, I, I'm not really engaged with the story that much, just because it's just a bit of an annoying story, really, isn't it? Yeah. In, just in, On the whole. You're just
0: tired yeah. of seeing these kind of things constantly, aren't you? Because nothing seems to get done about it. Nothing... They don't ever seem to face any serious, you know. I mean, well, look at look at uh, Matt Hancock, and uh, that seems to have gone a bit quite. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that seems to have gone gone into oblivion again, doesn't it? You know, yeah, despite yeah. the fact um, he's, you know, nothing, nothing. They don't seem to, nothing seems to come of what they do. But anyway, let's let's move on. Um, what about to American politics then?
1: American politics. Uh, Joe Biden has said that he will be ensuring. All troops, American troops, leave Afghanistan by the 11th of September this year. And do you know what the significance is on that date, 11th of September 2021? Well, that'll be 20 years since 9-11. Uh, no, it's Joe Biden's 300th birthday, oh, apparently. Of course, yeah, so, of course, yeah. yeah. But yes, yeah, it, will be, it will be 20 years since 9-11, and sounds is going to get all their troops out of there. So... Yeah. Again, probably don't want to comment exactly on whether it's been a worthwhile exercise and the bloodshed and the cost and the cost of human lives that have gone into certain wars that have been fought in the last you know 20 or so years. But there we go. Um, say so it probably is a good thing that's, um, well, we would like the stability to be brought to that region and it'd be good that American troops go home, hopefully.
0: Mm-hmm. Um and uh, yeah, let's just finish on something a bit lighter, shall we? For the news, uh, Well, it's not really lighter; it's quite heavy actually. World's longest rabbit has been stolen in Worcestershire. Um, it's 129 centimeters long because they, man- m- they sort of sort of measure these things in length. Um, yeah. and it's called Darius. Um, it's colourblind, and. <laughs> uh but yeah it's 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 been quite sad because somebody's stolen it thinking it's worth something and uh it's not it's not it can't breed anymore because it's too old um i mean i, I don't know what Darius would say about that to be fair but uh <laughs> um but they are they're sort of the that the owner really wants to get it back it's obviously a prized possession it's a pet so she's she's offering um you know, reward dangling a carrot for people to to come and uh, give information, but that's just ended up drawing more rabbits in. So they've yeah. just put one thousand pound reward out there instead. So, yeah, uh, I mean, if you do know anyone who seems to have got a massive rabbit anywhere, then get in touch with West Mercia Police.
2: Is yeah,
1: it's it's sad that it can't breed really, because previously it'd been going at it like a rabbit. <laughs>
2: Very good. Should we move on? Let's
1: move on.
0: So, um, it's oh my feature, isn't it so it was april fool's day the other day and uh we we did a little we as we do each year we did an april fool's didn't we we uh said that we were having somebody mm. was it record a theme yeah. tune for us and it was i basically nicked yes. a picture of my uh cousin and his friend off social media and we mm. uh put them as a, a rap duo but what was quite funny about it was that on our instagram channels and stuff like that you get a lot of these bots that try and get you to promote your music and your, your work and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And they thought, these bots actually thought that they were an actual real pair of rappers and and uh, yeah. sort of made it out good. Can't wait to hear it, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> so well, we, uh, some bots fell for it.
1: Yeah, we hilariously referred to these this duo as Ill As Proof, uh, which is an anagram of April Fool's, I think. Yeah. I'm hoping. Yep. Or something well, on, your something idea. Lines, yeah. yeah. Well, I am not great on anagrams. Sometimes when I do these quizzes, it's Mm. got an anagram round. I I struggle a bit, but April, yeah, April Fool's. No apostrophe in it, but yeah. It was proof, becomes April Fool's.
0: Well, I did this last year, and I uh, got some stories together and stuff and asked you to guess whether they're real or made up, or which stories are real stories, which ones are April Fool's stories, and so on. Now, this might be a bit jumbled, because I put this together a bit hastily the other day, and I thought I'd finished it, but it looks like really I'd not properly finished it, but we'll get there. So, here you go, um... Your first one is just a a question about April Fool's uh, from a few years ago. So in 2008, YouTube organised an April Fool's Day stunt as a world record attempt. What was it? A, the largest online Rickroll. YouTube linked every video on its front page to the famous Rickroll video featuring Rick Astley and his 80s hit, Never Gonna Give You Up. Or was mm-hmm. it B? They featured a video on their main page explaining that YouTube would be changing its name to the Tube, and it got one hundred ninety-eight million
1: views in its first six hours. Hmm. Um, they do like they do like a bit of a joke. The people at Google don't they? Um, who own YouTube? So I wouldn't. Be, so yeah, I, I think they're they're up for April Fool's jokes.
2: Mm.
1: I yeah, because
0: it th- was one about them paying the taxes on the uh, April Fool's Day as well, <laughs> weren't they? But,
1: uh... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, they do, just not in this country. Um, (laughs) I think that it might be... I think it might be the Rick I think I think they'd be up for that on YouTube. Get everything to be a Rick Roll and never give give up. uh, I think it might be that.
0: There you go. It was uh, Rick Astley and his Rick Roll video. So, uh, next then. Number two, which of these stories was a real news story on April Fool's Day? Okay, so which of these was was a real story from the the latest April Fool's Day? So the other day, okay, from this um, year, yeah. a Will I am announces in a podcast that he is a liquiditarian, uh, only has liquid based food and doesn't chew, or B CBB's uh, star is cast in Peaky Blinders final season. So which one of them is actually a real news story?
1: Well, I mean, yeah, I think you know full well, Jimbo, that I've got a saying in life. If it involves Will I Am, then it's probably true. <laughs> um, I can certainly Im- imagine him on a podcast saying, so like, I'm going to say that I only drink liquids, and I'm so cool, I can actually eat liquids. And then if you look at the toadstool and mash that up with some meshed potato that's double meshed, and you liquidize it, I'm going to drink it. <laughs> um, he's, he's a bit of a, I mean, I watch him on the voice, and he's a bit of a character, isn't he? Mm-hmm. So I imagine that he could, firstly, by liquid liquidarian, did you call it? Mm -hmm. Is that a word? Who knows? Has he made it up? Is he showing off by the fact he's made it up? But I think that could be true. I think he could just basically drink everything.
0: There we go. Might be releasing a song called uh, Where is the Broth or something like that. I don't know. (laughs) Um,
1: I I mean, I remember reading that Gary Barlow apparently won't eat anything after three o'clock in the afternoon or something like that. He'll just have liquidised food and all that sort of stuff. That's because he's too busy on his
0: crooner sessions riding his horse isn't they <laughs> <laughs> playing
1: piano his tiny keyboard yeah
0: um number number three then which of these new stories is not an april Fool's? so another one which is not an april fools a um so they're basically similar involving the same company but which of them's the april fools basically so a nippon airways in japan <laughs> It's funny to start off with, are offering um, out disused airplanes to be rented out as holiday homes for holidaymakers. So people who can't leave the country, instead you can have a holiday on the airplane. Or B, Nippon Airways in Japan is offering tickets for people to have dinner sat on the runway.
1: Oh, mm. um, I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure I'd be that keen on either of those. I mean, sounds a bit of a cold location anyway. If you've got Nippon, so <laughs> it'd
0: be... yeah, and I the think... uh, the food is quite plain as well.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um so, so so the options were that you can either second one was that you can have your food on the runway or the first one was sorry that you can
0: hire out a plane as a holiday home and have a holiday
1: on a plane oh, yeah. um, i don't think many people would want to do that i think because it's, it's not it's not a very convenient location not that having a meal in the middle of a runway is a particularly convenient location but i think that's got a bit more character to it you're in the outdoors as we're trying to stay on a plane. I don't maybe, think it's right on
0: the outdoors in. either. I think it's like actually okay. on the plane.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Well, if it's, yeah, if it's just having a meal on the plane. Yeah, I think I think having the meal, I think, as opposed to staying over.
0: Is the real one or the fake one? The real one. Meal on the plane, on the runway.
1: Yeah. Oh, meal on the runway. Sorry. Was it? Yeah.
0: You're correct. Yeah, it's all right. That, like I said, I didn't really f- phrase the question very well, but you got it right. Um, number four, then. Which of these new stories is not an April Fool's? A. Heinz have released a soup smoothie, cream of strawberry, banana, and tomato, or B. A man left the supermarket to find he had fifteen thousand bees in his car. So, which of those is the real news story? Which of them is a the fake? So, one?
1: so one of them's real and one of them you've made up. So it's not an April Fool, or it's just yes,
0: a... yeah. One Gosh. one of them, they both came out on April Fool's Day. But which one's the real news? April Fools, and which one's the real story?
1: All right, so one of them is an April Fool's, and one of yep. them is a new actual new story that happened. Yeah. Okay. So I think, uh, ooh, uh, well, it'd be a bit of a strange April Fool's to claim that you've got thousands of bees in your car. Um, I would have thought, so I would have thought that's probably a genuine news story. Although I don't know why you would come out of the supermarket to find so many bees in your car. I mean, <laughs> not unless you bought a load of honey and left it in the car, or you'd...
0: I don't think bees like honey. I don't think they, I don't, you know, it's bears that like honey. It's not like he had 15,000 bears in his car.
1: All right. Well, I mean, bees
0: make honey, don't they?
1: I got asked well, yeah, this the other day.
0: Why do they make honey?
1: I don't know. Perhaps, perhaps the bees want to go and see some of their relatives. I mean, the great thing is he'd been to um, Sainsbury's, so he might have collected a huge amount of nectar points. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> uh, so, I, I think the genuine story is that someone found a load of bees in their car. There you go. You're correct. Uh, next,
0: then. So the next load I'm gonna read and I think there's uh oh no there's just so this is this is the last bit now but you've I'm gonna read you eleven stories and you've got to tell me if, if they're real or if I've made them up, okay? If they if they are April Fool's stories or if the ones that I made up, okay? So, so they're it's, all... it's
1: a it's a genuine April Fool's story. Yeah, is it basically so, like,
0: is it an April Fool's story?
1: Yeah. So none of these are true, but some of them have been this is where it gets confusing there people, isn't it? So none of these are true. Yeah. Okay. But some of them people have claimed are true as yeah. April Fool and some of them you've made up. There
0: is one of them that's true though. So right. they're, there's... <laughs> right.
1: so, so they're either April Fools
0: yeah. or they're not an April Fools. And but I've made them up, but true. one of them's a genuine news story. Right. Okay. Yeah. Are you ready? Yep. So and you can tell me at the end if you want. You can just pick it, to make it easier, just pick out the one at the end that you think's a genuine news story. Is that okay? Okay. Right. So, number one, Fletcher's Skip Hire in Sheffield um, released the world's first inflatable skips. Inflatable skips?
1: Mm, no, I think, I think you've made that up. So, it's not an April Fool's and I've made it it's up? It's not an April Fool's. I think you've made it up, yeah.
0: Wrong. No. Next, then. Paddington Bear doesn't like marmalade sandwiches anymore.
1: Ooh. Because um... he's, he's, what,
0: what it is now, he... Uh, <laughs> he's found a car with loads of honey in it <laughs> and he's just piled into that
1: um, <laughs> I think it'd be I think you've made it up again I think I think that's been made up by you
0: no it's an, it was a real April Fool's April Fool's Day really? next then Coronation Street in Emmerdale to merge and become one soap in ITV budget cuts
1: no that, 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 well, that's obviously not true that's definitely one that's not true I don't think that they could have even thought about doing that as an April Fool, so I think you've made it up again.
0: Well done, yeah, I made that one up. Next then, Subway uh, come out with coriander cookies. Um, hmm.
1: I think I, uh, I don't think you've made it up. I think that I think that could potentially be genuinely true, but I'm not going to say that yet because we'll do that at the end. So I'm going to say that's an April Fool. Well done.
0: Uh. Sainsbury's free from coriander range. So oh, they have okay. got a free from range, like they have free from meat yeah. or
1: free from gluten or whatever. Free from coriander. Is that people allergic to coriander or is that a no bad thing, do you know? Or we're not sure. Is it an April Fool's or is it a new story that I've made up? Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry, apologies no. You to mention coriander. I was thinking about the coriander cookies. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Um, <laughs> as though, yeah, that was part of the part of the uh, April Fool. <laughs> so, Saints as doing the free cori- Yeah, there's two Coriander-related
0: coriander ones here. I maybe should have split them yeah. up, but they, they kind of rolled yeah. into each other quite nicely. Yeah.
1: Um, so, coriander. No, I
0: think you've made uh, that up. No, it's another real one. Coriander was popular on April Fool's this year. Uh, number six, Wimbledon Court will be purple in a sponsorship deal with Robinsons.
1: Well, again, that's obviously not true, is it? But that's so. Have you made that up, or have Wimbledon said that? I don't. Th- again, I, I don't think that it's kind of close enough. I don't. I don't think. It's re- I think if you're trying to do an April Fool, you've got to try and make it almost realistic enough that people might believe it. I don't think anyone would believe that the Wimbledon court would be dyed purple. So, again, I think you have made that up.
0: No, it was a real one put out by... uh, I think it was either Wimbledon or Robinsons. Uh, Number seven, Teletubbies adding a multicoloured Teletubby to the cast.
1: Um, Again, could that be genuine? A genuine April Fool? I think it's almost probably too too PC to be genuine, so I think you've made that up. Well done, yeah, I made
0: that one up. Uh, We Buy Any Car announced plans to buy children's little tykes and cosy coupes. So like the little toys,
1: yeah. The, the, the characters aren't they? I think we buy in the car. I mean, they got Philip scofield on the advert and knelt <laughs> down, having. I think, I think they, I think they might have done this. I think this might have been an April Fool. Well done, <clears throat> Piers Morgan,
0: to return to Good Morning Britain.
1: Um, now, let me think. I who would have who would have done this April Fool? It would have been Good Morning Britain. Or would it have been him himself, or it would have been an enemy of Piers Morgan. I think that. I think he might. Is Piers Morgan that self-obsessed to do an April Fool about himself? Yeah, of course he would. I think that might be an April Fool.
0: (laughs) Of course he is, yeah. I think he did it off the back of somebody calling Megan a liar or something like that and he thought he'd got his... proof. Oh, I'm going to be cutting his... There you go, I was right, sort of thing. But anyway, he did it on April Fool's Day. Uh, Number 10. uh, Tesco's to open its own pubs in the grounds of larger supermarkets.
1: Open its own
2: pubs in... (sighs) Er...
1: Ooh, I mean, Tesco's have got a lot of stuff inside them, haven't they? Mm-hmm. Have you ever been to a Tesco's that's got a garden centre inside it, a Dobby's Garden Centre? No. I think uh, I think Dobby's is a garden centre company that used to be owned by Tesco's at some point. Mm. I think they've subsequently sold them, but they built some Tesco stores with basically an actual full-on garden centre there.
0: They did used to have, uh, in some of the large Tesco stores quite a while ago, they used to have, like... Um sort of like petting farms and things like that in there yep. that had like, you know, ponies and horses. You the, the ponies and horses weren't in there for long and then they all closed down. Um, but anyway, not sure what happened with them ones. It was around the same sort of time as the horse meat scandal. But, uh, sorry, um, this is going to link into
1: the um, horse meat scandal. Yeah. Um, I think that... Sorry, the question again was pubs in yeah, Tesco.
0: Tesco's planning to open its own pubs in the grounds of its larger supermarkets.
1: I, yeah, I, th- I think that, I think they might have said that as a uh, drink responsible and all that sort of stuff. I think, if, um, yeah, go on. I think they might have said that. It might be an April Fool.
0: No. Uh, number 11, Northern Monk and Seabrook Crisps teaming up to make cheese and onion beer and prawn and cocktail beer. So Northern Monk are um. a brewery and Seabrook Crisps are obviously the
1: crisp yeah. manufacturer um, crisp from sheffield i think aren't they seabook um no they're not actually bradford oh okay where are they from then? Bradford. bradford all right okay well well done uh well from Yorkshire, <laughs> nonetheless so i think that i think that might be an april fool well actually i think that might be genuinely true but we've said do that at the end so i'm gonna say well, i'm gonna say it's an april fool but you can say it's an right. april fool yeah okay so does that mean it's genuinely true? <laughs>
0: it does, yeah. So yeah. they released that one, that new story, on April Fool's Day, but it was a double bluff and they are actually really putting yeah. those beers out there. Uh, it's apparently got the cheese and onion, it's got a cheese and onion aftertaste like like you've just had a bag of crisp. And I wonder if yeah. like a bag of crisp, when you've had the can, you've got to kind of like, sprinkle the rest of it in, you know, <laughs> like when you only get to the bottom I of mean, a crisp packet.
1: Oh, it reminds me a bit of, didn't we have for, we had those sort of mixers, didn't we, the Coca-Cola, mixers that you can add to rum. Um, so it interested me a little bit that um, when I had some of that, it basically tasted a bit like a, some bacon frazzles as an aftertaste. So yeah, maybe it'd be interesting to see whether it ends up in well, a similar similar kind of aftertaste. That, and to be honest, the Coca-Cola mixers I had, particularly the one that had that bacon frazzles aftertaste, wasn't very nice. <laughs> so I'd be, I'd be intrigued as to whether or not they can make a nice well, beer as a, a
2: Northern
0: Monk have, have done things like um, roast dinner flavoured beers and stuff like that and I think they even worked mm. with Hendo's uh, Henson's Relish in Sheffield and did, did some beers as well linked to that too so yeah there you go hope you enjoyed that anyway for sure
1: yeah, very good Bell, thank you very much
0: Thank you very much for listening or watching live or however you are engaging in this uh, tonight or whether it be after tonight, maybe it's in the morning, maybe you're listening in the car, maybe you're listening on your headphones while you're on a run, um, whatever it is. Uh, yeah, hope you're okay. I started back swimming.
1: All right. Um, so that's as of this week. Have you enjoyed it so far?
0: Um, I set off a little bit too quick on Monday and I, I felt like I'd been swimming away from a shark for about 25 minutes because I got out and my legs were like jelly. I yeah. mean, if I, if I was in the middle lane, because I'd gone, I'd gone to the fast lane, which is where mm-hmm. I'd normally been swimming, you know, four months ago before lockdown, I didn't be in the fast lane. Not not that I'm particularly fast, but what you've got is, I've probably gone into this before and, and probably ranted about this before on the podcast, but you've got two slow lanes um, mm-hmm. because there's so many elderly people that they, they take up both slow and medium lanes. So then mm-hmm. I have to be like Steve Pete. In the, or is that even his name? One of the famous swimmers um, in the sort of fast lane where there's even really fast ones who are trying to be like the Olympics, and then there's me trying not to be as slow as the people in the medium lane.
1: And there's even yeah. people,
0: there's people in the medium lane who walk half of the length before they start swimming. They shouldn't be in the medium lane.
1: Well, I mean, well, I'm, I'm hoping they're in a bit of a shallow end if you can walk, or, unless they're absolutely yeah. enormous and can walk through two meters. I think the swimmer you're referring to is Adam Peaty. Adam, Adam Peaty. Steve Peaty, the cyclist. <laughs> He's from Sheffield, from isn't he? Yeah. yeah, from Chapel Town, I think that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, from this kind of area. Um, so there we go. But well, that's where I was
0: going wrong. I was here.
1: <laughs> I'm a mountain <laughs> bike in the pool. Like, yeah. Why are you not getting anywhere? <laughs> well, I'm not doing breaststroke like, uh, like an actual swimmer would instead of trying to do oh. downhill mountain bike. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so uh, well, I'm glad you're back swimming anyway, Jim. Baff. Um, yeah. It will. It, it, it surprises me when you swim how much it actually takes out of you, know how tiring it is, because you use a lot of muscles when you're doing it. You do. So very good. Sounds like you've enjoyed it anyway.
0: I have, yeah. So rather than swimming in my home brew, I've been swimming properly. Mm. Uh, I hope you yeah. enjoyed the home brew as well. You have to let me know what feedback you've got from uh, from your wife when she has a taste as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. yeah,
1: I've still got some left. Um, oh, it's
0: not a good sign. That
1: for Save that for later on. Of course. Uh, Focus on podcasting. Um, yeah. But it's, it's all right. It's not too bad. It's not It's not as bad as I thought it was going to be, I suppose, is the uh, nicest problem that I can pay towards
0: it. It's all right, isn't it? It's, it's drinkable. It's good. It's all right. I definitely think I could have done with a bit more carbonation. Do you think it could have been left anymore, or do you think it wasn't probably not really going to get any different from what it
1: was? I really do not have the knowledge to be able to answer that question to me, sir, Jimbo. Because they, say you, right, can, they it, say you can leave, they, you know,
0: it's no, there's no harm in leaving it a bit longer. And I suppose it had only been refrigerated, because after its second stage fermentation in the bottle, which is kinda of done at room temperatures, um, kinda of just tucked away in a in a normal sort of room temperature, you're then supposed oh. to put it into a cold the dark, cold place like the fridge, for example, and then let the flavours come out a bit more. So it's only been in the fridge maybe well, a day. So I'm the same for you. Um so potentially it could have been stored away a bit longer, but I think it's I don't think it was gonna ferment any more than it has, so but maybe next time, I think I will probably drop a little bit more of the carbonation tablet things. It would been; it was fizzy, but it, it wasn't holding the head quite as much as I wanted it to.
1: Yeah, so it's not got a huge amount of life in it. Mm. Fish, uh, sorry, I'm yawning again. I mean, we've gone past ten o'clock now. I think, have not we, Jim? But, I mean, yeah, yeah, nice. No, seriously, like this for a podcast. Anyway, um, if you want to get in touch with us, uh,
0: just I'll give you Fisher's number, and you can call him in about half an hour when he'll be uh, tucked yeah. away in bed. Now, uh, mm. contact is that waste of web space or? Uh, That's Twitter, Facebook, Waste of Web Space, Instagram, we're on it all. Our video goes on YouTube normally, if Mm -hmm. you're already watching the video maybe, or if you're listening you want to watch us, you can see. So I held up a shoe early, if you want to see the shoe for yourself, then go to our YouTube channel and watch us there. Mm. Um, But leave us reviews, give us a shout. If you want to tell us something, please do, good or bad. If you want a beer, they'll be on sale very shortly in Lardy Dar, Chapel Town. And I'm joking, of course not. But anyway...
1: So, yes, uh, well, I, I feel a momentous moment anyway, Jimbo, to try this beer out. Yeah, you're the first be person. The first person to test it other than yourself while well, well, literally testing it at the same time. Um, hopefully there's nothing too bad in it, and we'll be back for episode 97 <laughs> uh, in the next week or so. Hopefully. Hopefully. And creeping
0: well, towards episode 100, where I think we can safely say we could, in some way, shape or form, we could be in the same airspace as each other. So
1: that same location. Yeah, you've got a door in your shed, do you? So not you might have to kind of, you'd be inside and the outside, or the other way around or, or probably probably best to have you inside. But it's possible. Yeah, that'd be that'd be nice if we can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we we we'll, we'll, we would very much look forward to that and have a. Um, a podcast yeah so oh do. my
0: god stop yawning <laughs> so I, don't, I don't know why i
2: don't know why it's it's, it's it, not it, working does
0: it does it does, do yawns not work you know because the yawns are sort of addictive aren't they like I, i'm supposed to technically yawn because i've seen you yawning but does it not work over over zoom I don't
1: know. are you sure it was a carbon did you not put a carbonation tablet in that there and you put a sleeping tablet in <laughs> instead is that what happened but does it work because they do
0: say that like it's easy to get everyone yawning I mean, even talking about yawning now, on a yawn. But it's easy to get everyone to do it. So maybe another positive of working from home is that people save time through the day, not yawning. I mean, how many seconds do you waste when you take your eyes off your screen and you do a yawn? And because other someone else mm. in the office yawned, and it just goes like a Mexican
1: yawn, a Mexican wave of yawn. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I've never particularly noticed it. In it the, is, the
0: workplace. Does do things like video conferencing tools stop the yawn?
1: I do yawn quite a bit though. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to do it again now, but I'm not going to. I'm going to try and fight through this yawn that I've got brewing. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I, I, I never feel that particularly tired, but I, I don't feel very tired. But as I say, I just want to yawn. Anyway, I don't know why. Let's get going so,
0: before you actually you fall
1: asleep. Right, I'm not. I'm not even tired. Not you are talking about. See you later. Bye bye. Right, thank you very much. See you next week. Bye bye.